Welcome to This Is Your Life with Michael Hyatt, where our goal is to give you the courage, clarity, and commitment you need to do what matters. My name is Michelle Kashan. I'm your co-host today, and I'm sitting in the studio with Michael Hyatt. Hey there, Michael. How you doing, Michelle? So those of us who are writers, speakers, or some other kind of entrepreneur, whatever, may spend a lot of time talking about platform, right? Because we want to get our message out right. to the masses. Uh, but here's the truth. This whole platform thing can be quite overwhelming. There's so many different things we can try to do, different tools we can use. And sometimes it seems like it's just bigger than we can tackle. And so, and who has the time to manage multiple social media accounts and blogging every day and all these different things that we're supposed to do in order to build a platform. So I don't have 60 to 70 hours a week to invest in this. Do you? No, absolutely. I've (laughs) never had that kind of time. Even now when I'm doing this full time. Absolutely not. Good to hear. And I'm going to ask you more about that in just a minute. So if you are overwhelmed and uh, you want to build your platform, but you're completely overwhelmed by the task and all that needs to be done, then today's episode is for you. We're going to talk about how you can start building your platform in as little as 30 minutes a day. That's right. That's pretty... And that's a pretty bold statement. You really think you can do that? Absolutely. I, I have never spent more than 30 minutes a day building my platform. Okay. All right. I'm not sure I believe that, but we'll dive in and we'll see. So so today we're going to tell you how you can build your platform in as little as 30 minutes a day. And we're going to give you several different strategies in order to make that happen. But before we dive into this conversation, I think it's really important that you kind of do what you just hinted at and unpack for us your journey toward building a platform. Because we look at your huge platform and I assume that you must, you know, work until 3 a.m. and and not do anything else but social media and everything else. So tell us the truth. we should restrict, I think, or, or at least dial in what we're talking about here. Okay. Um, I'm not talking about content creation. Okay. So when I talk about 30 minutes a day, I'm talking about really managing my social media and building a social media uh, presence. So when I started blogging in 2004, there wasn't social media. Twitter didn't come along to about 2006. Uh, Facebook opened soon thereafter to the general population. It was only on college campuses when I mm-hmm. started. So that wasn't even an option, but I realized the potential almost immediately. I had a friend sit down with me, show me the Twitter app. The first, uh, my first reaction to it, again, this was back in 2006, I said, that's like the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Actually, I had the same response. Did you really? Like, okay, who really wants to hear 120 characters about my day? Yeah. I mean, it just seems so ridiculous. Uh, and so I, you know, I looked at it and I thought, I, I just don't get that. I mean, at the time, I was the CEO of a major corporation. I had five daughters. Uh, I think at least four of them were living at home. Okay. And so very busy. I didn't need one more thing to distract my already over busy life. But he said to me, he said, look, I just want to challenge you for 30 days to give this a try. And he said, I want to encourage you to get your family members on Twitter because then all of a sudden you're interested in these people that you love and Mm -hmm. care about, as opposed to just random strangers that may Uh happen to follow you or whatever. So I did. And I was able to go back and I talked to all my kids. I talked my wife, uh, Gail, into doing it. And I suddenly got interested. We tried it for a month. I got hooked and I haven't stopped. But again, I want to say, and even now for me, Twitter is my primary channel. Facebook is is quickly becoming the second channel. In fact, Facebook sends me more traffic to my blog than Twitter does. Yeah, mine too. But I don't spend more than 30 minutes a day, if that. That's good to know. Now, one additional question I wanted to ask you before we dive into the content is that 
for a number of years, you had a full-time job and you yes. were platform building on the side. That's right. I mean, it was something that you weren't doing eight to five. You were doing it on the side because we have a lot of listeners that that's kind of the boat they're in. They have a full-time job that has nothing to do with kind of the message they want to get out to the masses, whatever it may be. So they're building their platform after the kids go to bed at 10 o'clock at night or, you know, they're getting up yep. at 4 a.m. and doing something in the morning. So explain or at least kind of give us a little history so that way everybody's very clear that you spend a lot of time doing the exact same same thing before you ended up in a position where you are now, where you are able to kind of do your own thing and be your own employee. Yeah. Although I would say now, even now I'm, I'm busier than I've ever been in my life. You know, I've got a lot of demands on my time, but back in those days when I really had a job and people were expecting me to be at the office at eight mm-hmm. thirty and stay till uh, six. And then oftentimes in, in that job, you know, I, I'd for sure have family commitments in the evening. Sometimes I even had work related commitments in the evening. Uh, book signings or trade shows or whatever, I had to fit it into the margins of my life, around the edges of my life. But the way I was able to do that was to batch it, first of all, and schedule it. So there was a designated time every day when I worked on social media. And then throughout the day as I could, but I wasn't counting on catching those moments throughout the day to make it happen. Um, My life in the corporate world was almost nonstop meetings from the time I hit the door till the time I left in in the evening. So it was difficult to do social media during the day. I had to do it at other times, and that's part of what I'm going to share in this episode. Okay, great. Now, uh, just as an additional note here is that um, we're all in different seasons. So there's some people that are listening that are in a season where even 30 minutes sounds ambitious, and that's okay. And there's other people that have more time, or or perhaps there's people that really don't have 30 minutes a day, but they have a block of time on Saturday. So the strategies, the actions you're going to give us today can be adapted. And I just want to encourage our listeners to uh, just take it and adapt it to what works for you. Find what works for you. Absolutely. But but again, just to revisit, I don't I don't want to get too far into this, but just to revisit, why would you want to do this? If you're trying to get visibility for a message, for a product, mm-hmm. or for a service, you've got to have a platform. You can't buy enough advertising. You can't create enough for free publicity. Social media is one of the greatest tools ever. Mm-hmm. And so if you've got something you're passionate about getting out to the world, it's going to take some kind of platform. And with the tools that are available today, it's never been easier, which is not to say it's easy, but it's never been easier. Uh, It's never been more possible to build a platform than it is today. And the truth is, is if you really believe your message, if you really believe in what you're offering, uh, that it's not self-indulgent. I mean, because it's about your message. It's not about you. It's not about you promoting yourself. It's about you promoting what it is you have to offer. And if you believe it's life-changing, it's possibly world-changing, then it's worth spending the time to do this. Well, and it's important to understand strategically how it fits into that, because we're not talking about just using social media as a hobby you know, connecting with friends and all mm-hmm. that. Obviously, that's hard to make time for. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about it as a business or as a professional tool. So getting visibility for your product, your service, or your brand, that's what we're talking about 30 minutes a day doing so that you've got more visibility and you're able to sell more of your stuff. Exactly. Once again, to reiterate, we're not talking about blogging or content creation today. We're actually going to have an episode next week where we're talking about that whole blogging thing, and we're going to break that down for you too. But this week, we're simply talking about your social media strategy, how you can build your platform in 30 minutes a day. All right. So let's walk through. You've got five proven platform building actions that can help us expand our platform. What's the first one? The first action is just to take advantage of automated tools. Now, when I began using Twitter and then later Facebook, there weren't automated tools. You either, you had to really go to the website, to the dedicated website, the the Twitter site, or use the uh, Twitter application to do Twitter. But now 
There's just a ton of great tools that make it possible to batch create your posts mm-hmm. so that you can sit down and actually do these in one fell swoop. And some of these tools have been available for years, and mm-hmm. this was how I was able to do it. But I want to talk about some of those specifically. Uh, for me, the number one tool that I still use is Buffer. Here, here. And I love I Buffer. Love it. And what it allows you to do is, let, let's say you're, uh, I have a habit in the morning of reading blogs that I follow. Uh-huh. And so I follow about 200. And so I'm scanning headlines in the morning. And we'll come back to this here in a, in a minute. But uh, I, if I want to post a link to one of those, I don't just like put it into my Twitter stream now or on Facebook now. Mm-hmm. Buffer allows me to grab the link while I'm on that page and to actually stuff it into a, quote, buffer. Mm-hmm. So then according to a predetermined schedule that I've set out, so I'm going to have, you know, five to six uh, tweets a day, mm-hmm. it's going to release those in the next available slot. So what that means is I can pre-stuff that in about 20 to 30 minutes a day, and those will be spread out throughout the day, Mm -hmm. and I don't have to do anything in between. Yeah, you don't even have to think about it again. You don't have to think about it. There are times that I will buffer out uh, posts to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever, for for multiple days. Like if I know yes. I'm going to be on the road or I'm going to be gone, I can actually get that all set up to be taken care of way ahead of time. So it, so that allows the people that follow you to to see that you have a regular mm-hmm. persistence. I just quoted this at the platform conference. You may remember it was from Rev Run, who's a guy I follow on uh, Twitter. But he said, if you're not consistent, you're non-existent. Oh, wow. And that's really true mm-hmm. in social media. If you disappear... People may not notice it, but you're just out of sight, out of mind, mm-hmm. and it's not good for your brand. So consistency is incredibly important to build trust. Trust is incredibly important to be able to generate sales, to create transactions. So Buffer is just one tool. And I, have you used this uh, part of Buffer where it has suggested Yes, I content? actually have a couple times. Not often, but I have a couple times. Yeah. here's One of the things Buffer started doing maybe about a year ago, and it's absolutely brilliant, they go out and they really curate content. Uh-huh. So they find really great links that, based on their analytics, are already generating tons of clicks uh-huh. and tons of retweets. And and by the way, through Buffer, you can post not only to Twitter, but to Facebook, LinkedIn, even Google+. Uh-huh. So, and uh, I should note, there's different levels. There's a paid version and a free version. Yes. So and I can't can remember choose. the difference between those two. I can't either, but uh, there, it's not very expensive. But there are two different versions, and I you can choose what works for you. I know the reason I went to the pro version, which actually wasn't very long ago, was just so that my team would have access to it okay. as well and could help me with it. But um, where are we going with that? Oh, this, the suggested posts. Yes. So there's this curated content that represents the best of the best. Mm-hmm. you got to make sure it's appropriate for your audience. Exactly. But... I will sometimes dig in there just to find interesting articles mm-hmm. to read as well. Mm-hmm. And then there's the analytics. Because they've done some of the work for you. That's right. I mean, they've done some of the work to find out really good stuff. And yeah, I like that as well. You know, one other aspect of Buffer that I like is it's not just, you don't, it's not just posting links. Also, you could actually uh, buffer quotes. Yes. Uh, you can, images. Images. You can, I mean, you can buffer all different types of content because I don't want to just always be sending links out. I want to kind of mix it up a little bit. And so I'll add in a couple quotes here and there just to kind of mix up the content that I'm delivering. I do the same thing. And then buffering that out uh, throughout the course of the day or a couple of days. Yeah. Now, so some people that are listening to us are probably saying, okay, that sounds efficient for you, but the whole point of social media is to be social. Mm-hmm. And that means that there's got to be a conversation. There's got to be some spontaneity. Yes, there does. So all the content does not have to be pre-scheduled. 
But because I know that I've got a consistent presence several times mm-hmm. a day, mm-hmm. then that allows me to dip into it as I can. Some days I can't. Like, you know, a couple of days ago, I was like almost all down an airplane. Yes. Uh, but in the normal course of my life, I'll take a break. I'm, you know, I've been writing for an hour and I'm ready to take a break. And so I'll go check and I'm going to talk about these tools. I'll check and see what the conversation is. Does somebody have a question? I can't answer every question, mm-hmm. but I'll go through and do what Andy Stanley says. I'll do for a few what I wished I could do for everybody. Yes. So I reply. Mm-hmm. recognize them in the conversation, maybe retweet something that a friend said that I thought was interesting, but always for the sake of my audience. Which leads me to the second and the third tool, TweetDeck and HootSuite. Yes. Okay, let's see if I now, can... I've used both of them. I've used both of them. What are you using them. now? I only use HootSuite. I use Buffer a lot. Okay. And then I use HootSuite when I get on, like, periodically throughout the day to share something else. I will use that. Okay, so I use TweetDeck. I don't Deck. use TweetDeck anymore. Well, and they're just, you know, they're, they're two different tools. They're mm-hmm. very similar. And what they allow you to do is to segregate streams of posts. So you can do it not only by social media channels, so you can have Facebook or Mm -hmm. you can have Twitter. Obviously, TweetDeck is is focused mostly on Twitter. But you can also segregate it so that I have, for example, all the tweets running in one column that are just mentions of me. Mm -hmm. Another uh, column that is tweets from my family members. Yes. Another one from what I call sources. Mm -hmm. And these are people that I I really want to follow because they just generate great content. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to be following along with them. So I give greater attention to certain columns than other, but it's all all laid out there for me. And then I can choose to reply to whomever I want along the day. So I don't use that as a way of scheduling, although both of those have scheduling mechanisms in them. I use Buffer for that. But I use this just as a tool to monitor these social media channels during the day. Because it just really helps kind of hone in, narrow down yep. the content. Otherwise, it's just a massive ocean of content that you can't wade through. That's so it right. helps you save time. It's like a dashboard. So Buffer, Tweet, Deck, Hoot, Suite, what would be another automated tool you use? Another one is uh, CoSchedule. And this is actually a WordPress plugin. Uh, it's not only a WordPress plugin, but it works well as a WordPress plugin. And I basically use this to schedule tweets, Facebook posts, Google Plus, LinkedIn, links back to my blog. So when I'm actually in the post, I write the blog post. Then I use CoSchedule to schedule a whole series. Strategically, I've I've thought through this when I want these to appear. So for example, I post a blog post new in the morning at 5 a.m. Then at 6 a.m., I want uh, my Twitter Mm -hmm. uh, feed to reflect that and and link back to the blog post. And then at 9 o'clock, all the other social media ones. So we have a kind of a complex schedule there. But I do that all inside a co-schedule when I'm thinking about the post and the links back to that post. So I just, is it confusing to keep up with all these different no. things or not? It's, it's way more confusing to describe it than it is to than keep it is up to with use it. it. Good to know. Good to know. Are there any other automated tools you use that you well, recommend? I, I'm only going to mention this one. We won't go into it. Is Edgar. Okay. And it's a brand new tool. And I think it's at meetedgar.com. We'll put a link in the show notes. But it allows you to create a library of social media posts that you can... Uh, unlike Buffer, once okay. they clear your Buffer, they're gone. This allows you to put them in a library so that they can recur periodically. Oh, so you can use them again. So if it's a really, really good link yeah. you love, you can uh, recirculate it three months from now or something like that. Exactly. Is that what it does? Because the nature okay. of social media is that not everybody sees everything True. you post. So it's a not necessarily redundant. It's not like, oh, right. he posted this in March. I don't want to see this again. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. And even the people that have seen it will sometimes... Comment. I went through and identified my top, for example, 100 Facebook posts of all time. And I did that through using the Facebook analytics and even on my blog. And so I said, okay, these 
We're going to continue to promote and re-promote on some kind of frequency. Okay, question for you. With this, as far as recirculate, is this all your content that you're recirculating or is it third-party content, somebody else's? Well, for this particular thing, like with Edgar right now, it's, it's my content. Okay, so you're looking at which of your posts, Facebook posts, blog posts, whatever, were the most popular, and then you just kind of recirculate them. They go out periodically. That's right. Does it kind of scramble them up for you or do you have to schedule it? Uh, you can do it either way. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you can randomize it or you can... That's a nice feature. I like that. Yep. All right. Just to recap, that first platform building action that you can do in 30 minutes a day is to take advantage of automated tools. Really enjoyed you unpacking all those different tools for us today. Well, we're going to take a break, but stick with us and we'll be right back with four more actions. As a busy and successful blogger, podcaster, author, speaker, and consultant, I'm constantly asked about the tools I use to get it all done. Now, for the first time, I'm going to pull back the curtain and let you peek inside my toolbox to see the software and hardware I use for everything from blogging and podcasting to productivity, social media, and speaking, plus so much more. You can't buy inside my toolbox, but you can get it for free by subscribing to my free email newsletter. When you subscribe, you'll receive my newest content right in your inbox you'll never have to worry about missing an important post or update again. To get your free copy of the Inside My Toolbox ebook, visit michaelhyatt.com and enter your name and email address into the form on the page. Don't waste any more time or money using the wrong tools. Sign up today at michaelhyatt.com. All right, Michael, we've talked about that first action in platform building in 30 minutes a day, and that was to take advantage of automated tools. What is next? What else can we do? Well, the second action is to post links to your current blog posts. You know, I find that people who blog often under-promote what they've written. They spend all this time to create a blog post, something that they believe will really be helpful for their tribe, something that will move the needle for them. And then they don't tell anybody about it. Okay, I struggle with this. I do. do I just, I almost feel like I'm, like, I don't want to self-promote. And so it just feels so indulgent. So it, it's hard for me. I've, I've gotten better at it, but it is hard. Yeah, it is hard. And I, okay, this is going to really reframe it for you. Okay. It's really selfish. <laughs> to not share it? To not share it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I mean, think okay. about it. You spend all this effort creating this thing, and then you're not going to promote it because you're, you're worried about being self-promoting. Maybe it's the word promote. And, and instead, we sharing sure. it. Share it. Yeah. Sharing sounds nicer than promoting. Well, and think of it this way. Think of it as, do, do I believe that this is going to be valuable to the people I'm trying to reach? Mm -hmm. And if the answer to that question is yes, then you need to share it. If the answer to that question is no, why did you spend the time writing it to <laughs> yeah, begin You with? need to write something else. <laughs> yeah, write something else. So if it's valuable, it's like I remember years ago, I was sitting down with a friend of mine who had just written a book. And he happened to be the pastor of a church, and he was so excited about the book as he was telling me about it. He was leaning forward, and I mean, he just like, I was starting to get bored, to be honest, but I mean, he was so excited <laughs> about it. But then I said, so great, so what are you going to do to market it? And I mean, he was like crestfallen. He kind of, you know, his whole body posture changed. He slumped back into his <gasps> yes. chair. He just said, I just hate promotion. And I said, what are you talking about? I said, you spent the last 30 minutes telling me about this book you've written. What, are you going to keep this to yourself? Of course you're not. You've got to get out there and tell people if about it. If you really believe right. it, you'll want to share it with as many people as possible. So that's the beauty of that tool, CoSchedule, we were talking about before. But even if you don't use CoSchedule, you can do this with uh, TweetDeck. You can do this with Hootsuite. But come up with some kind of strategy for pro promoting your blog post. Okay. I'll tell you what I do. I'm going to promote my blog post several times the first day it's published. Several times? Several times. On all your social media streams or yes. just one? Really? Like, what do you mean by several? Like three times a day in each social media channel. Okay. 
Really? Yeah. That's not too much? No. And here's why. Because the people that are, are tuning in at 9 o'clock in the morning are not the same people at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and they're not the same people at 5 o'clock or 7 o'clock at night. Those are different audiences. It's the same reason why uh, when reruns run, mm-hmm. they don't just run in one time slot. They do it at multiple. They okay, go multiple times. That makes times. sense. Now, I can see posting it three times on Twitter, but I mean, Facebook, can it tolerate? Actually, I don't do it three times on Facebook. We do it twice on Facebook and okay. we mix it up too. So for example, one time may be just a, uh, a link post that goes directly back to the post. Okay. Another time, and you've probably seen me do this, where it's a quote out of the post. Okay. You know, Some so kind that, of graphic. Yeah, something mm-hmm. graphic like an a image post. But it's still a link back to the, to the post. Got it. Now, we also, through CoSchedule, will schedule posts for the next day. Oh, okay. So you continue to prom- promote your post even continue the next day? It. And then if it becomes a greatest hit, so to speak, then it'll get into a cycle of being promoted on a regular basis going really? forward. Really? Yeah. Okay. And that's not... See, I'm sitting here going, oh, but I don't think anybody okay, wants well, to hear I, about it again. Okay. So you, you're familiar with the book publishing world, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. So the book publishing world, they have what's called backlist. In other words, books that have been published previously, uh-huh. like a year ago or more. And front list, all the current titles that are being promoted. Well, one criticism authors often have, and... Retail bookstores often have a publishers that they focus exclusively on the front list, what's new and noteworthy. They pay no attention to all this great content that's in their archives that people have forgotten about. But if they could just bring that forward, yes. re-promote it. there's good content. There's good content. From years ago that people forget about or didn't see that's or right. missed or something. And that's why right, I that identified my top 100 posts. And I'm also promoting those in addition to the new or the current blog posts. All right. That makes total sense. So you promote your new posts or share. We'll call it share and share promote. <laughs> you share your new posts three times a day on Twitter, a couple times on Facebook, and the following day as well. That's right. And then interspersed in there, you also share old posts. That's right. Yeah, I do that. And I do the the old posts in kind of a similar kind of fashion where I'm doing like an image post or I'm doing maybe a text post or a post link. I'm trying to mix it up so that it's not too obvious. But well, first of all, about 30% of my blog traffic on any given day, this is a dirty little secret, comes from old posts. Really? Yes. 30%. 30%. That's why I've got the traffic I've got, because right. I don't let that, that You're giving stuff me a to to-do list right now, just so you know. Okay, good. I'm totally going to go and apply this. This is and great. So I didn't know. And so let the analytics talk to you. Okay. What are the most popular posts as judged by uh, people visiting those pages? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I know what my top 100 posts are. Those okay. are the ones that I keep promoting over and over. Now, think about this. Uh, they only recycle every 100 days, because I'm only oh, pro- yeah. promoting an old post for a day, then we'll go on to another old post tomorrow, and so on. So it takes a hundred days to get through all those. Now, for people that haven't blogged that much, you know, maybe they've got their top five or their top ten. It's fine. It still works. Still works. Okay, love that. Great advice. Okay, first action: take advantage of automated tools. Second, post links to your current blog posts, as well as we added to this even old blog content. What's next? The next thing is, is, and I do this every morning, reply, a review and reply to overnight activity. So like when I get up in the morning, I go through my, my morning routine, mm-hmm. which includes working out, a quiet time, et cetera, et cetera. Then I'll come back and while I'm cooling down usually from my workout, then I'll re- a review and reply to the overnight activity. Okay. So I'm looking in TweetDeck and I'm seeing what's come in overnight on Twitter. I might visit, actually visit the Facebook page and see okay. what's there. But I want to be able to respond. I want to be a real human and mm-hmm. I want to be social because it is, after all, social media. But I'll reply to some stuff and try to be helpful so that people know, you know, this isn't all being automated by my staff. You know, it's not I a love robot. That. Actually, I it's love a real person. that. 
I think that sets you apart too. And mm. I'm a big believer in that too, of rather than having somebody else respond to stuff, I want to be the one that's actually replying. I may have somebody else schedule posts. I have my assistant at times will schedule yep. different pieces of content for me. But as far as the interaction and the connection with people, it, it has to be me. Yeah, so I, I, I love I feel that the same you do way. that. And literally that, that whole process right there that I just described takes maybe five minutes. Yeah, it doesn't take, it doesn't that, take long. that long. It doesn't take they that long. You just scan through. All right, so, so to review and reply to overnight activity, and then what would be the next, the fourth action? Okay, this is actually my favorite part of social media, and that is I see my my role as being somebody who forages for my tribe. So the action actually is to post links to interesting news and blog posts. Okay. So I actually like doing that too. Do you? Yeah, because it's like collecting. It's like when you have a really good book and you want to tell people, hey, I read this great book. You'd love it. It'd be good for you. I mean, it's the same kind of idea. You're just doing digitally. Yeah, so so what I I do is, as I'm reviewing, I mentioned before these 200 blogs Mm -hmm. that I follow, and people say, whoa, how do you follow 200 blogs? I don't read every post from 200 blogs. I use a tool called Feedly, which allows the content to be pushed to me Mm -hmm. so that if you publish a new blog post, it comes to me in Feedly. I'll scan the headline, and if it sounds interesting, then I'll read the post. And if the post meant something to me, and I think it would be helpful to my audience, then I'll buffer a link to that. Mm -hmm. I do the same. That's exactly the exact same process. Awesome. So I probably learned that from you. but uh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> nice try, but no. <laughs> so I, I go through it in, you know, in the course of, and this is honestly where I spend most of my time. I'll spend 15 minutes doing this, and I'll get six, seven, eight, sometimes 10 mm-hmm. different posts that'll go into Buffer, and they'll be released throughout the day. Yes. Sometimes they bleed over until to, uh, to tomorrow. But that's a great way to do it. And it's really adding value to your tribe. It's You're kind a of human fun. curator. Yeah, and it's kind of fun, too. It I mean, I really do enjoy looking for interesting content yeah. and scanning through that. So that's a great one. So post links to interesting news and blog posts. And that may take up a fairly large chunk of your 30 minutes, maybe 10 or 15 minutes of that. Yeah, about 15 probably. Okay. And again, just as a reminder, if you don't have 30 minutes a day, but you want to do it, let's say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you can, you know, do an hour each day. Totally. You, know? so you could you batch find, it like that. Yeah, yeah, you could batch it. And that's actually what I do a lot of do times you? is I will batch it for two days knowing okay. that I don't, I'm not going to do totally it Totally legit. All right. What is that final action then to building your platform in 30 minutes a day? Well, and this is where most people think uh, of most social media activity, but to me it comes number five for a reason. Okay. Uh, it's check social media channels as you're able. Okay. So I'm not living on social media. You know, I'm not living with Twitter in front of me where it's becoming distracting or whatever. I think of it, and this is maybe a crass analysis. Somebody else said this, not me. It's not my idea, but I can't, I don't know the source. But checking social media like that is almost like the modern day smoke break. <laughs> Just like in the old yeah. days when I, when I started in work, people literally would take a smoke break. Uh-huh. And people still do. Some uh-huh. people still do. And, but that's how social media is for me. It's, it's become like, like that, yeah. I'm writing and I'm kind of tired of writing. I need a break. I stretch, maybe use a restroom. And then I check social media, see what's happening. And maybe I'll comment mm-hmm. or I'll talk about something I'm doing currently. Um, and I do try to mix it up like that. You know, things that uh, are happening in real time. Yes. You know, especially I, I use Inst- Instagram more like this where I'll grab an image. And again, just to communicate, I'm a real person. Okay, so really this is what I have to ask. How do you keep yourself from being sucked into the vortex? Well, sometimes I get sucked into the vortex. Okay. Okay, so that happens to me too. Uh, mostly for me at this point, though, I've, I've got other objectives that I'm clear about okay. that I need to accomplish for that day. And I, I always feel like I'm racing the clock, and I do that on purpose. You know, I one little trick I use in 
this isn't a thing on time management, but I don't usually allow myself to go to lunch until I finished my main task for that day. And so I want to get to lunch. So <laughs> I want to get off Twitter or off Facebook and get back to what I need to do so that I can get that task done so I can eat. Yes. Isn't that so funny how we, I mean, games. we're playing these little games with ourselves, but as motivation, I do the same thing. Like if you finish this, then you can have that piece of chocolate. Yes, exactly. See, I, see these little motivations. You. you want little lunch. Carrots. I just want dessert. Okay. But whatever. Okay. So now what about the person we've walked through all five of these actions? What about the person that even this seems overwhelming to them? Is there one or two of these five actions that you would prioritize that you would say, okay, if you only have time for one, do this first. Yeah, that's a great question. I think what I would do is um, I would probably do number four if I had one. And that is I would forage for my tribe and I would post uh, links to interesting news and blog posts using a tool like Buffer. Okay. So I would try Buffer. You can try it for free. And I would try the kind of the workflow that I suggested and just see if that improves uh, your visibility and you start attracting followers. People follow people that are interesting. It's true. I mean, it's really true. You got to put interesting content. Content that's helpful, useful, interesting. If you don't do that, I can't help you with social media. Well, and the interesting about the interesting thing about the fourth action, which is post links to interesting news and blog posts. The interesting thing about that is, is you are serving your audience because you're really yes. making them, you know, kind of primary. You're making them important and you're serving them, but you're also reading this great content. Yes. So you're also sharpening the saw, which you have talked about before exactly. too, about kind of just kind of honing in on your own intellect and growing yourself personally. So it kind of has a dual yep. purpose, which is beneficial. So if you only have time for one, that would be the first one that we would suggest that you. Yeah. And honestly, if you don't have 30 minutes a day to do this, probably need to rethink why a platform is important to you. It's probably, if you don't have, if you can't find 30 minutes a day, because we do, we all make time for what's important to us. Then I don't mean this to shame anybody, but you probably either have no business building a platform at this season in your life, or you need to reprioritize what you're doing so that you can make time for it. So you can do it. But the thing that I think is so powerful, Michelle, is the incremental power uh, of taking small steps over time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like like 30 minutes may not sound like much and it's not a lot on its own, but you stack 30 minutes a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, you really can grow a significant platform and accomplish something meaningful. Which is really what you've talked about. I've heard you talk about this so often. It's really the power of incremental change. That's right. You know, we can get so overwhelmed because it looks like, you know, platform building looks like this massive beast, but it's really, you know, it's like the eating the elephant one bite at a time. It's the small steps, the power of incremental change. Yep. And that's how you got to be where you are. That's how I did it. It's fabulous. Well, once again, the five proven platform building actions that you can do in 30 minutes a day are one, take advantage of automated tools. Two, post links to your current blog posts or old content as well. Three, review and reply to overnight activity. Four, post links to interesting news and blog posts. This is foraging for your tribe. And then five, check social media channels as you are able. Well, if you've enjoyed today's conversation, you can get all the show notes and a full transcript of the episode at michaelhyatt.com. In addition, if you'd rather watch than listen, we have the video available at michaelhyatt.com as well. And could you do us a favor? This is so important, but we'd love for you to head over to iTunes and rate the program. Honestly, it is the very best way 
to get this content into the hands of those who need it. And we would be very grateful. Any final thoughts, Michael? Yeah, I would just challenge people to pick a tool that they're not currently using and familiarize themselves with it. You know, none of this stuff is complex. We sometimes have fear around it. Yes. But if we can just get started, pick a tool because this is the, the, the way to really save time and make yourself more effective and more efficient. Maybe one of your 30 minutes a day could be learning a new tool. It could be, absolutely. All right, well, thank you for being with us today. And until next time, remember, your life is a gift. Do what matters. Thank you.